Filmmaker's Toolkit is sponsored this week by Succession. For your Emmy consideration, HBO presents Succession, nominated for 25 Emmys, including Outstanding Drama Series and Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series for Jeremy Strong and Brian Cox. Don't miss what critics call the best show on TV. All episodes are now streaming on HBO Max. The Filmmaker Toolkit podcast is also sponsored this week by Euphoria. For your Emmy consideration, HBO presents Euphoria, nominated for 16 Emmys, including Outstanding Drama Series and Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series for Zendaya. Don't miss what critics call a bold and original series. Euphoria is now streaming on HBO Max. Hi, y'all. Welcome to the Filmmaker Toolkit Podcast. My name is Sarah Shackett. I'm the Associate Craft Editor over at IndieWire. Today, I just have the job of introducing this wonderful conversation that you're about to listen to between our own Chris O'Fault and Gerard Carmichael. Uh, a special Rathaniel on HBO. If you haven't watched it, just stop this podcast and go do that. Like, it's, it's truly amazing. And it is constructed in such a beautiful, amazing way. And, and, and Gerard and Chris sort of get into the choices that you need to make for a comedy special, it is so much more complex than, you know, pointing a, a camera at a stage. Um, it's a fascinating conversation. Gerard is so funny and so insightful about his own comedy and what makes it slightly different and what makes it comedy that lives well in in sort of a cinematic environment for, for a TV special. So if you are like me and you watch a lot of comedy TV specials, uh, this is going to be a fascinating conversation for you to hear. Like everybody, I love Rathaniel. And I am I'm I'm kind of happy to be talking to you many months after, you know, the 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 initial coming out of the special and obviously the coming out you're coming out, but because to me this is a beautifully crafted piece. And I'm fascinated by the choices that you made across the board here. Um and you know, I was reading right off the bat, I I I was just doing a little research today and I saw I saw somewhere where you said, you know, I guess you were at the comedy store and you first started toying with some of the material, I guess that would become Rathaniel. And, and there's a quote here. It was a terrible night. Uh, I was leaning on old tricks and a Bo, Bo Burnham, Burnham said, um, it's going to take you a year to get this right. I guess that's what, what Bo had said to you. And I'm, often, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very curious. How long did it take? And what was it that you kind of had to find? I imagine it's not purely the material here, right? There was there was something unique that you had to find for this one, right? Yeah, I'm laughing because Bo's a lunatic. <laughs> 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 no, but he was right. I mean, it, it was it was um, my the biggest thing that changed. I think is my relationship with the audience. Um, I was very combative, and it was always contentious, and I was like always trying to prove that I was right. I, I, I'm still trying to understand what my goals were, <laughs> you know, like as a mm. young comedian, you know, definitely to, I, I wanted to be exciting. You know, I still want that. I want it to be interesting. I still want that. But um, uh, it was definitely talking about things outside of myself and really relying on, you know, every, it's not that they're all gone away, but just like you develop certain tricks of performance, but these were used to distract from what the goal was, which was truth. Like I was telling the truth and the show was to be truthful. And, you know, it, it, it uh, like I, I, you, it's hard to put the truth through like the comedy filter, you know, because you're always inclined or I'd be inclined. I'm learning to adjust 
speaking like this you when i mean me uh but i'm inclined to make it universal and like make it not about myself um a, a lot because i'm afraid i was afraid you know um and that was a fear and insecurity as a performer so like adjusting the relationship with the audience from hey look at how smart i am or how or what i can get away with to look at me listen to me i'm going to tell you something actually telling stories for the first time i was never a storyteller uh even in life uh, you know i <laughs> i feel like i've like learned or am learning uh storytelling and i want to get better at it and i went on a lot of just like journeys of like just on my own writing a lot at writing more than i'd ever written um reading a lot i was preparing to do something else for a while and uh like a more like Spalding Gray kind of monologue and so that it kind of adapted like my writing style or how information flowed out also doing like free associative therapy all that kind of helped me just one be truthful and two kind of trust the flow of my own thoughts i'm saying all that to say that like it was it was like a wall between my old habits and what it been growing over the years uh personally with me and you know Bo would see that he calls it swagging out cuz he knows it hurts my feelings he's like oh, you have to just swag it out like just like kind of trying to be mean and making a little face to <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah no i it's it's old habits die hard but um yeah i'm like I, i had to learn to drop that and what i mean by my relationship with the audience changing is like you know i needed them for that like you need someone to listen to the story uh and and it's it's probably me uh leaning in and not being afraid to be seen you know that changed the most so many things there i want to jump into but let's start with story for a se- for a second um the first off the opening to this and you telling the story of your 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 grandparents and 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 subsequently your parents this crafting of the narrative um of telling you're telling a yarn about your family and you're building in your story in this moment in your life into that and it's beautiful it's a beautiful piece of storytelling but i have to imagine it, it, maybe those are things that you associated in your head and made connections in your head i have to imagine f- getting that story down to the point um that the two interwove was pro- it's a beautiful piece of writing but i have to imagine just getting that down was was a piece of work right yeah it it both happened you know it's both constructed and and kind of happened naturally um all the elements came individually like these individual pieces even like the colors <laughs> they all just kind of happened and unfolded um you know lucky to have bo is like a true collaborative partner who like uh you know he's heard he read all the pages i've written he heard all of my words heard me speak knew the story as well as me just uh, and 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 um uh when we would uh you know he helped shape the show you know like help acknowledge things that were like right there the whole time the connection between like, the story of my 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 grandfather and my father and and, and like um 
how that tells the story of me and how that ties together with my name. These things came together very quickly and kind of at the end, like right before filming. I mean, like right before and, and like um, uh, kind of hearing the story that was there the whole time, all these elements kind of laid out, you know, um, and I was really attracted to the, that kind of thing. I, I went down a like Joseph Campbell <laughs> rabbit hole of just hero's journey stuff and like really you know understanding one's past in order to move forward slaying the dragon saving my father <laughs> you know um kind of like thoughts and language and reading stories that had those elements and acknowledging those elements in my own life and and so I was really attracted to to that and yeah the story just unfolded uh both naturally and to be recognized what was there and you know uh drew bridges between it uh uh you know it's it's also like I mean it has elements you know in you know it's the story it's also this element of surprise which you don't get often in a show just like an audience believed me to be something different than I was <laughs> and like you know like it's like to have that much tension in a room is you know a part of the the experience as, as much as the story I think is this more of something we're talking about writing we're talking about construction yeah I, I would imagine a, I assume you're like other comedians when you do a special. Um, normally, uh, a special for HBO or you know some kind of tape thing. This is usually the culmination of having worked this material out for a while on the road, right? Like, and 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 I, I I'm guessing, and well, certainly the way it plays is that it feels like to a certain degree, this is the first time that you're really performing this. I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, to what degree is this something where just that mechanics of this is more one of these things that is a constant writing exercise and less of a working it out on the road type thing. I'm not like other comics in that I don't really work my material out on the road. To be honest, I, I, I'm not, Chris Rock says that about me. He's like, you're the only comic I've seen. Everyone else gains it through the road, like just, you know, every night being in a new city, experience people in, in that way, uh, you know, it, it molds you and helps form the perspective and the ability to connect. And I, I am, I think far more internal uh, than that. Um, I, a friend likes to refer to them as uh, bedroom thoughts. Like, just like, I, I like the idea of making something and then presenting it to the world. Right. Like I like, I like, show and tell, look at this thing that I found and I brought to the class. Like, I, I like mm -hmm. this, you know, this isn't crowdsourced. This is just like a really specific thought that I, I hope you like, but, but the intention is just a, a, a little bit different. Like, and so I've always made specials for television. When I'm on the road, it's, it's more, this is a, a it, it's always kind of been even perspective wise, like, uh, my show that I take on tour instead of like going on the tour and it molding. It's just a, it's a different way to write. And what I'm like trying to showcase also is like the ability to be honest 
you know, w- within the confines of a show. The process is a little bit different, I think, than like a lot of stand-up. I, 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 um, I went on the road, and obviously, it's important to see how it lands with an audience, and you know, to see what's funny. But it wasn't shaped in the way of like, oh, they don't like this joke. Okay, let me change this or let me oh you know this could be funnier here it was more like does this information lay out in 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 a way that presents a good show you know a good experience for the audience yeah I, but again I, i'm saying all that to say that i, I kind of never my first special love at the store the intention was i'm a guy that goes and tries new shit mm-hmm. on a saturday night at the comedy store and like here's there's my notebook there's me comfortable there's a comic before me i put a comic after me I mean, you don't see that in a special, but like to have the experience of just a night, <laughs> me, you know, like at the at the store, that, that was it. And I think it was a little too slick. And I, I think the creative vision wasn't clear there right. um, between me and Spike. And, but, you know, working with Bo, it's like he also knows and knew from eight, you know, just how I, I, I craft a show and that the intention is for television. Like it is. To, it, you know, like I, I, I make specials, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? As yeah, a comedian. No. Like, like I, I, I'm a comedian who like would much prefer to be defined by the work that I've made a Roth annual love at the store than any night, you know, like, I, I think it is like a slightly different intention than Seinfeld or Chappelle or rock. So the show forms, the the show forms like that, like, you know, it's a little, the intention I think is a little bit different. Had you performed Rathaniel in its full kind of, I mean, had you before the taping, how many times had you performed this before an audience or was it just pieces of it here or there trying out like. It's pieces, but then it's also like intention. Like, mm-hmm. like we did four tapings um, at the Blue Note and all four had like, it's a different, it could have cut like any combination of different shows. Right. Um, you know, um, uh, it, you know, I, I've done it sullen. I've done it defeated. I've done it in the context of it, be, it being in the middle of a text war with my mom or or, or or like something with my family that like like the show kind of took on different shapes and forms depending on like mood and intention it was like it's like i guess it, it was like acting in in a way like but the material was truthful but it it's still trying to find truth in that same way well the performance in in this the 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 final product does definitely have a feeling of a sense that you are working through this on stage. Do you know there? I mean, obviously there's a, there's a, a very tight story here and obviously there's structure here and no one's a moron to think that you're doing this off. Of, you know, there's, there was an intention and thought about this, but it does even just those pauses and those thoughts, it, it, it has a sense of, am I doing this? Um, or what do, what do I want to say next? Or how do you know, there's a, there's a feeling that you're, uh, and I don't, once again, maybe that's part of the performance, but it does have that feel to it. And it feels, it feels live. It feels unique each time. Yeah, no, but it, it is, it, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it is like an acting exercise. It is acting, but it's the method acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but you know what I mean? But it is, it's the truth. It's the yeah. truth. I'm, I'm acting out 
you know, like I, I am still a weird, like, you know, like I am a performer performing for you <laughs> these right. stories, this story, you know, it just so happens the material is my own, you know, but I'm still trying to do a good job as an actor of this material. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what you call that, I guess. <laughs> but like that, you know, that that was how we worked through it. When did the decision come along to do it seated? Well, it just felt right. I mean, it was uh, I was at Largo. Selene had like just had like a chair. So I, I just want to sit down and, and that room allows it. And because that was that was I, I did want to tell a story. It It is how it, it felt natural. <laughs> it just kind of felt right. You know, like to sit and tell a story. That's how you would tell someone. I don't know if I came out to anyone standing up in my life at all. Like we're going back to like coming out to Bo or coming out to Ari or like my friends. Like maybe I was on a walk, but <laughs> for one of them. But if I'm with the person, I'm like, well, you're like, you got to be seated. <laughs> you know, it felt right. And I like when I first started stand up, I would sit down. I think it was always like a. Cosby influence too, like it, focusing all of the importance on the words, you know, it, it's, it's funny because I'm actually more animated, <laughs> seated with that like limitation than I had been, you know, on stage. I, I always kind of danced and paced around, but um, being seated somehow just gave me, it gives me more room to be myself and move the way I move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just, it, it felt felt really right felt really natural you've said a few times um for this one you really needed the audience and i think i i mean i feel like i understand that just from having seen the special and to see how it plays out but i'm wondering what you mean by that in terms of this material in terms of this what what does that actually why did you need the audience and, and, and to what respect in, in that sense? Because I mean, it can be, presumably a stand up always needs an audience, but there's something very unique about what you needed from them here, right? I needed them to, the, the point was understanding. So I needed them to hear me. I needed them to, to understand, um, which is different than like uh, before. It's like I need their respect, I guess. I needed their attention and I was like ready to like, I'm like shadow boxing saying this for some reason. Like it brings out like a, a more aggressive, like <laughs> just reflected back to like how I approached it before. It, it, it definitely was more of a showcase of like my words of my, you know, my ability to make an argument. Now I'm like, it, it, one, a lot more gratitude because, you know, sharing something, you know, and actually sharing a part of myself, sharing stories you know, I, I'm, I'm thankful for the ability to do that, 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 uh, like, I'm thankful that people are there. I'm thankful that people are listening. I'm sharing problems. I'm working out problems, uh, on stage <laughs> and, and I'm thankful the way I'd be thankful for a friend for being there and, and hearing this. It was more gratitude toward God. It wasn't, and, and, and you know, how I do it is, it has changed too. Like it, I, I don't have any openers and, and, you know, I've, I've kind of removed competition in that way. And by that, I mean, like my my desire to be competitive, it, it doesn't produce the best show for me. I've done that. I did that for many years. And, and that's still there in, in many ways. It's not completely gone away. It's not treating the audience to some boxing match that they're not <laughs> aware of. 
like it, it it's now sharing something like you know being excited to share something uh and being excited that they're there to listen um just the perspective toward them has changed though there's moments in this uh where the audience and I, to some is responding to you and we hear them and 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 you react to this how much of that was something that you wanted and anticipated, or was that just something that just came about and and you ran with it, um, or was it something that you were you and Bo were actively looking for um, with this? We invited it. Uh, it had been happening on the road. Um, I remember one show in Atlanta just after coming out, like <laughs> like just like questions kind of just started happening, just natural, and 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 it just kind of worked it way into the show like coming out and leaving the audience with that much it left room the pauses kind of left room and and i think that like at times where i felt the most vulnerable like people would sense that but like a lot of times like women in the audience would like grab that <laughs> and just kind of like <laughs> and just like wrap me in it <laughs> like, like just wrap wrap their arms around me you know like with words with you know intention like yeah it, it learned a lot about energy and intention and stuff uh doing the show um and, but anyway it, it happened and we we invited it in one of the tapings uh they're, they're pulled from like different shows so uh like the question so it's like uh i, I think some was kind of like an invited q a and some was uh just things that happened on stage it, uh, naturally. To a certain degree, there was different performances. There was different, uh, if we, we use the term method acting of, of you up there and, and how you played it. In that sense, though, those different pieces from different nights mixed together well, because I imagine, I, I think most of the time, right, it's when you film most multiple nights, I think most stand-up comedians, it's about getting the sharpest thing, right? It's about, it's about almost like in filmmaking, getting different takes, right? But in this sense, you are almost melding different performances, right? There's different, each night was a little bit different, right? First, Bo's a really good editor. Like, yeah. like actually like an incredible editor. Um, and stand-up specials are typically edited together really to like kill the hardest, right? Like it's like, yeah. like, what, does this kill or does this kill or whatever? <laughs> and one, even, even like going back to eight, um, even love at the store for me, um, just in the cut that I did, but it, it I, that had never been my intention. Remember some comedian just questioning like your special wasn't as funny as I've seen you live. And I'm like, well, you know, it just depends on the experience you're trying to give the audience, right? And Bo did an incredible job of editing together performance. The intention was to give a complete story through performance, through the story. You know, it was just kind of pieced together with that intention, <laughs> you know, like the way, you know, it was just a different intention, I think, than like a lot of other special, which is also smart. Like, it's not saying that it wasn't like, I was trying to make sure it's funny because that definitely was also part of it. But yeah, it was just like piecing together the performance to make sense, like like to match what I was saying. I know that sounds so basic. I'm trying to think of a way to say it, <laughs> but like 
but it, it, I think it was just rooted in like it's edited together, like the the perform the pieces of each show that made the most sense for the story. Yeah, I have to admit, sometimes I don't always like the setup of these stand ups uh, specials. You know, the the little bits that come before. You know, the the you know whatever they do, and or even this. It, it, there's something here that's beautiful about the wrapper of this. The walking in the snow, even just the choice of being in the blue note, and then there's there's something about here, even just this packaging of this. It feels like the perfect container for this night, and I'd like for I'd love for you to talk a little bit about some of those choices that you and Bo, how you guys landed on some of that, because it's it's I I just think of you walking down the snow and it it. it and into a jazz club and it just there's something about it that just feels so right to me and feels like it feels like the right emotional uh, you're not gonna you just made a movie uh the like an opening title sequence that is that really sets off a really good movie it feels like that to me that was always something that uh fascinated Bo as a performer um you know and and he saw kind of right away like th- that the intention was me walking onto the stage and <laughs> you know, and and saying it, saying, telling the truth. And so that that was always a part of the story uh, to him. And what we captured, uh, yeah, I think it was just like, just a very beautiful version of, of the truth of me. You know, I walk to the Blue Note every day, the same way I would walk to shows or walk around the city. Um, was leaving my old apartment, uh, <laughs> like, we there was more, but it, the, the, everything that fell out through the editing process just didn't contribute to that story, um, you know. And I think it kind of plays out like it's like I'm I'm really into good spaghetti. You ever mm-hmm. have the spaghetti at Scarpetta? Yep, and it's just like it's, just, yep. it's incredible, right? It's just it's just good spaghetti. Like it's just well done. Whatever they do, it's nothing crazy. <laughs> it's not trying to be anything other than what it is. Um, and trying to master that. And, and I think that uh, this is a very straightforward story and it's elegantly done. It's very elegant. Uh, the whole special is very elegant, but each piece contributes. It's not, it doesn't exist, it exists in a purgatory of like half skit, half joke, half, but trying to make you laugh, trying to get, it's just like, no, this is all leading to something. It builds anticipation. I mean, I can get into all the reasons why I, why I know it's good, but yeah, it, it was thoughtful and, and had intention. It was and true. Having being a filmmaker yourself, I I, I I feel comfortable asking you this question because there's also something here about Bo's choices and how to film this. Because you know, to a certain degree, there's a little bit of a limitation here that you're that you guys are putting on yourself with the fact that you're static, you know, and, and it's just really, it's dynamic. And it, it, and it seems like every time we're kind of looking through the audience at you, it feels, it feels like he had so many different angles and so different, so many different ways of making this intimate and, and kind of moving with the beats in an interesting way. And it, it, it was really a beautiful piece of work on his part in terms of the actual filming. That I'll take credit for because oh, right, good, good, good. No, yeah. no, no. I'm saying Bo, Bo's a genius and he made it look beautiful. But you, I, listen, I say this humbly. You put that on a less compelling person. You put that on a less performer. You'll get a boring fucking piece of shit. <laughs> is what you'll get. I think he's a genius and he had his cameras aimed on. I think 
someone actually offering something and willing to give give of themselves both as a performer and in truth so uh yeah like it, it's it, it's <laughs> you know it kind of works both ways that's the beauty of our partnership i think is because i'm i'm willing to give so much especially in like the very incredible hands of uh someone who happens to be my best friend i feel weird asking this question i usually ask more technical stuff but it's so it was so on the table your family um and and your family's been so on the table for 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 a lot of your work i'm curious about um how the special you know how you left thinking about your mom and where you and what you were struggling with towards the second half of the show with your mom i'm, I'm very curious if if this was um if the special helped in some way, or if, 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 you know, I'm just very curious how your family reacted to it. I mean, that, I think I've talked about a lot and enough and respectfully, I won't in this combo. I'll speak only about the craft of making it. Um, in part also because that will be a part of my next work. And that's how I best like to continue to articulate the ongoing struggles and relationship with me and my mother. Fair enough. Um, but I will say that the work itself, definitely existed like a uh, just a gauntlet or, or or a line drawn in the sand rather it's such a public declaration um it's it's specifically aimed uh <laughs> very targeted uh mostly exists for one person um and uh yeah i mean it definitely had an impact <laughs> like a huge impact and a lasting one um you know i i can't you know, I can't promise the happy ending, but the story's still going. Fair enough. Um, well, congratulations on it. It's it's a it's a remarkable piece of work. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.